أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على رسوله سيدنا محمد وعلى آله وأصحابه وأزواجه وذرياته وأهل بيته ومن تبعهم بإحسان إلى يوم الدين وبعد باب فضل المشي إلى المسجد عن سيدنا أبي هريرة رضي الله تعالى عنه أن النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم قال من غدا إلى المسجد أو راح أعد الله له في الجنة نزلا كلما غدا أو راح متفق عليه Sayyidina Abu Huraira who narrates that the Prophet said, it's a chapter with regards to the virtue of walking to the masajid. The virtue of walking to the masajid. Sayyidina Abu Huraira who narrates that the Prophet said, whoever goes, in the, uh, goes to the masjid or returns uh, from the masjid, Allah Ta'ala has prepared for such a person a nuzul. Is nuzul bi tahrik? The tahrik of both the noon and the zai, nuzula. And a nuzul here, the dhammatani wa huwa ma yuhayya'u liddayfi min karamatin inda qudumihi. It is the reception that Allah, that, that, that a host prepares for the guest um, in order to honor, in order to honor them. That the Prophet said, whoever goes to the masjid or uh, comes back, Allah Ta'ala has prepared for that person uh, when they're going or when they're coming uh, the reception of a, a host who prepares honor for a guest uh, every time that person goes or returns from the masjid. It's a hadith of Bukhari and Muslim and it's also narrated by Imam uh, Ahmad uh, 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 So, uh, 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 the Shaykh Akmal al-Din, he writes in the Sharh of the Mashariq al-Anwar. Mashariq al-Anwar is the uh, 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 hadith collection that was read in the uh, um, hadith collection that was read in the Madaris, in the Darsh Nizami before uh, the Mishkatu Masabih came. So you have now the way the Darsh Nizami is is that so the Masharq al Anwar is a c- collection of a hadith. So you have to first of all, when the Muhaddithin say Masharq al Anwar, you have to uh, be able to differentiate between two books that have the same name. One is written by Qadi Iyad which is a, uh, uh, a dictionary of the terms that come in three books, the Sahihain, Bukhari and Muslim, and the Muwatta. The, the, the terms, like all the words that are there, he gathered them together, put them in alphabetical order, and then uh, explains the usages of them uh, in the hadith of the Prophet So it's a dictionary, but it's a dictionary prepared specifically for what? For uh, 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 reading hadith. The other Masharuq al-Anwar is a collection of hadith. And so what happened is that even though the, the, the Indian subcontinent is now the center for the study of the hadith of the Messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, 
uh, in, in the world. And this is not an exaggeration. Uh, in fact, I don't see any other place that's even close to it. There are many great muhaddithin, no doubt, in many parts of the world. But the, the sheer pro proliferation of the knowledge of hadith is not there in any other part of the world like it is in the Indian subcontinent. That Darsin Izami, that, that old school uh, madrasa curriculum, which uh, was studied either institutionally or individually, that you read one book after the other, but the curriculum is there. Originally, the reading of hadith was done for tabarruk. It was done just for baraka at the end of a person's study of the, the ma'kulat, like logic, Arabic grammar, rhetoric, etc. And, and uh, uh, then reading fiqh, usul fiqh, and the other funun and uh, ulum. Uh, and so the Mashariq al-Anwar was like a survey of a hadith that a person should know. Uh, then what happened was uh, after uh, 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 the compilation and bringing of the Mishkat al-Masabih to uh, the Indian subcontinent, because it was similar to the Mashariq al-Anwar, but it, it had more hadiths in it and it was sorted, it was presented in a, 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 a format that's more uh, useful for the student of knowledge. Uh, if you read the book, you'll see that every chapter by topic heading is then sorted into three uh, uh, into three different uh, sub chapters. The first sub chapter is those hadiths that are there from that, that are narrated by Bukhari and or Muslim, and then the second sub chapter is the other hadith of the Prophet ﷺ from that are narrated in the other books, and then the third sub chapter are uh, those uh, uh, hadith that are narrated from, for example, the uh, Athar of the companions in the. Uh, 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 and the uh, tabi'in or those ahadith that were not uh, uh, narrated in the original original book because the Mishkat al-Masabih itself is a addition to an older original book uh, which is called the Masabih sunnah of Imam Baghawi so at any rate this Mishkat al-Masabih will replace the it will replace the uh, 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 the the, the Mashariq al-Anwar and then afterward, when the Sanad of the, uh, of the Sihah Sitta come to the Indian subcontinent uh, from, uh, 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 f through Shah Waliullah from Hijaz, when that happens, then at that time, uh, um, the, uh, 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 the Mishkat al-Masabih will be read as a preparation for, uh, for uh, reading the, 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 the Sahih Sitta, which is a much more intense uh, reading of a hadith than used to happen previously. So at any rate, uh, this uh, Shaykh Akmal din he wrote a commentary on what? On the Mashariq al-Anwar. It's a book that's not read anymore. Right? This is why, for example, by the way, what I'm mentioning this is actually relevant to what Daru Qasim, how? Daru Qasim, the bachelor's degree program, do you read the, the uh, uh, Siha Sitta? No, you read Mishkat al-Masabih. Traditionally, before Shawalullah, uh, after reading Mishkat al-Masabih, the uh, uh, um, uh, after reading the Mishkat al-Masabih, you're considered an alim. You receive the ijazah of, of being an alim. When Shah Waliullah brings the, the, the sanad of hadith to the Indian subcontinent, then what will happen is the students will finish their studies and then they'll go to Shah Waliullah to read the, the Dora hadith, the, the, the six books, Sihah Sitta. After Deoband opens its madrasa, it combines between these two things and, and, and makes them into like one program. Otherwise, even when you're in the... the, the um, when you're in the Darsh Nizami, to this day, the Mishkat year, which is the seventh year out of eight years, it's, the, it's called Mokuf Alehi, meaning what? Like you're, about, you're almost done. Right? You're almost done. But you're not actually done. 
you have to do another year afterward. But the, the name of the year is still, is still based on the old system. At any rate, so the Sheikh Akmaluddin, he mentions what is the, what is the munasaba, what is the, the connection between walking to and from the masjid and Allah Ta'ala preparing the, uh, preparing in Jannah the reception that a host prepares for the guest. And he mentions the, the munasaba, the connection between the two of them is that you're going to the house of Allah Ta'ala and it's a custom of the, uh, it's a custom of the Arabs and it's a custom of the people of honor that when you go and visit somebody when you're their guest they prepare they prepare uh, 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 ikram for you they prepare uh, uh, hospitality for you and so that's something that happens every time you visit the house of Allah Ta'ala uh, and so some of it uh, obviously it's in Jannah but some of it filters down or, or uh, descends down from that realm into this realm as well in ways that sometimes we see and sometimes in ways that we don't and some small portion of it that we get in this world we get and the greater portion of it is going to be uh, uh, manifested on the Day of Judgment. وَعَنْهُ رَضِيَ اللَّهُ تَعَالَى عَنْهُ قَالَ مَنْ تَطَهَّرَ فِي بَيْتِهِ ثُمَّ مَضَى إِلَى بَيْتِ مِنْ بُيُوتِ اللَّهِ لِيَقْضِيَ فَرِيضَةً مِنْ فَرَائِذِ اللَّهِ كَانَتْ خُطُّوَاتُهُ إِحْدَاهُمَا تَحُطُّ خَطِيئَةً وَالْأُخْرَى تَرْفَعُ دَرَجَةً رواه مسلم the Prophet ﷺ said that whoever makes, uh, uh, whoever purifies themselves in their own house, meaning what? It's a sunnah when you go to the masjid to to make wudu at home. It's a sunnah to what? To make the wudu at home. Oftentimes, people will want to make wudu at the masjid, and that's fine if you have to. But the the superior the superior uh, um, practice is to make your wudu from home before you go. So as to not use the resources of the masjid and not burden the masjid through, uh, 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 you know, in order to uh, basically carry the burden of your uh, of your worship. Um, but more more important than that, if walking to the masjid is an act of worship, and it is a sunnah to be on wudu uh, for your acts of worship, it's a sunnah to be in a pure state. Why? Because the heart is more uh, 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 open to receiving the faith from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, re- receiving the, uh, the, 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 the outflowing of divine grace. If walking is an a, a act of worship, walking to the masjid is an act of worship, and uh, uh, um, it is a sunnah to be on wudu during acts of worship, not just because it's a sunnah, but because when you're in wudu, that barakah and the anwar and the light of that act of worship that comes on your heart, it's uh, unimpeded. The heart can absorb more of it. Then it makes sense that while you're doing that, you would want to be on, you would want to be on wudu when you're actually coming to the masjid. You're actually missing out on uh, some of the barakat of that, that act of worship. But we don't think of these things as act of, acts of worship anymore, right? We think of them as a means to the end. But the hadith of the Prophet would indicate that this is also a ritual act of worship, the coming and going to the, to the masjid. So the Messenger of Allah Sallallahu said, whoever purifies themselves, meaning makes wudu or makes ghusl from their own home, and then that person proceeds to a house from the houses of Allah Ta'ala in order to uh, fulfill a, a, uh, a faridah, a, uh, an obligation from the obligations that Allah Ta'ala imposed upon him. Uh, that person, every one of their footfalls 
uh, will be like this, that one foot will move and a sin will be forgiven and another foot will move and the rank of the slave will go up. One foot will move and a sin will be forgiven and another foot will move and the rank of the slave will increase. This is a, unfortunately a, uh, a, a, an act of worship that we're mahroom from, we're deprived of in this place. Why? Because we don't have masajid uh, 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 close to our homes and we don't go there to pray five times a day. And those who do, oftentimes the masajid are so far away that we will go in, uh, uh, in like cars uh, to, the, to and from the masjid. And there's no comparison uh, between walking and between uh, uh, driving in a car. Obviously driving the car, there's some fa'ada in it, there's some benefit in it. But we'll see later on that even going on, uh, mounted like on horseback or on a donkey or something like that, even that the Messenger of Allah says you cannot compare that to walking. The walking itself is a ritual, it's a ritual act. This is a difference of opinion from the ulama that the person who makes a vow, another, that I will go to hajj walking, is this vow binding on them or not? What is, do you remember the Hanafi uh, Maslak? Yeah. So the, the idea is in the Maliki school, it's actually binding. And so what, why is this issue uh, um, relevant? The reason the issue is relevant is this, is that when you make another a vow, the only, the only matter that the another, that the vow to Allah Ta'ala is binding is if the vow is to do something which is a recommended act of worship. There's five, five possibilities, right? It can be haram. If you make a vow to do something haram, it's, it's an obligation, it's wajib, it's far for you to break that vow and to fast the three days or to give the kafara for those three days. If it's makru, it's the same thing. If you make a vow to do something that's permissible, this is not an act of worship. The Prophet ﷺ forbade this. There's a hadith of the Prophet ﷺ that a man, for example, uh, 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 vowed that he would fast and stand and uh, uh, be unshaded. And so the Prophet ﷺ, uh, told his companions, tell him to go and sit in the, sit in the shade, uh, sit down in the shade and let him finish his fast. Meaning what? The, the two things, the sitting is permissible, it's not an act, standing is not an act of worship. And uh, being in the sun is permissible, being in the shade is permissible, right? Being under the sun is not an act of worship, but fasting is an act of worship. And so the Prophet ﷺ said that let him, keep, like, let him uh, sit in the shade and let him continue fasting. So the idea that the, the, the fuqaha would say that a person who uh, makes a vow to walk to hajj that's binding indicates that walking uh, is an act of worship in this in this case, and Allah Ta'ala knows best. In fact, so much so that some people make vows and they're not able to fulfill them uh, at one time. Like if a person is not in, in good enough shape to, to be able to walk the entire way to Hajj, the fuqaha say that they can walk and then the rest of the way that they ride, they can come back and make up the rest of the walking separately because it would, you know, because the Haraj involved with somebody who make up, some people who make a vow and then they don't fulfill it. But the idea is what is that, the, that walking itself is it? an act of, uh, it's an act of worship. Uh, and that's also indicated by this hadith of, uh, of, of one step being a for forgiveness for a sin and another step being a, uh, uh, being a, an increase in darajah with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So from this, we should, we should take, we should take heed of something. That instead of building these like colossal uh, 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 these colossal and palatial masajid that are essentially mega churches. They're Muslim mega churches. You go there once a week, you have a little song and dance, a little entertainment, and then you come back 
right? Instead of doing that, the, the method of the Muslims is what? Is to pray five times a day. That people should have musallah, small musallah, mashallah, the mega church model, right? People say, okay, we'll just go to the masjid for Jumu'ah. That's fine. You have your jami'ah masajid. They're already built in most places in America. Stop wasting your money on these uh, ogre-like uh, uh, institutions that are oftentimes mismanaged and then disproportionately concentrate the uh, uh, authority in the community in the hands of people because of their wealth. Uh, uh, instead of instead of uh, funding those uh, 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 those institutions, start making small musallas in different places. It's easier for zoning. How many people like if we open a musalla in our what our square block, the area bounded by Addison and uh, 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 North Avenue and uh, Fullerton and, and uh, 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 Villa, how many people would come for Salah? Maximum 30, 40, 30, 40 yeah. right? All you do is buy two lots, one next to each other, that's enough parking to get zoning. Nobody's going to crowd out the Masjid Asra on a Tuesday. Close it for Jumu'ah. People can go to IFS, people can go to uh, Dar Salaam, people can go to Albanian, you know, for, for Jumu'ah. Those small places that, that people go five times a day, that is a vehicle for, like I would say, eighty percent of the eighty percent of the, the spiritual uh, uh, progress that a person makes through Islam. Again, can't look at Islam only through the prism of the law. Islam is more than fiqh. The fiqh is there to vouchsafe the benefit of the uh, 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 of the acts of worship. The benefits are in the spiritual realm. It's not legal that some court is going to hand you, write you a check or something like that. Oh, you prayed correctly, you know? And the hereafter, uh, you know, there may be some transactionality with regards to your deeds like that, but the bulk of your reward is still going to come to the, the spirituality. That a man may pray five times a day and another man may pray five times a day. And the one who's praying five times a day uh, 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 in the masjid, they did the same amount of work or you know, marginally more work. Instead of praying in their like you know in their own home, they walked like you know a street over and prayed uh, a street over, and how much more reward did they get? Um, but look at how the dean follows with these things, right? Because form follows function. You either try to fit the dean into your life, or you try to fit your life into the dean. Form follows function. If there's a musalla in every neighborhood, then what's going to happen? People, Muslims, will live within walking distance of each other. Right now, we're spread apart. That's why the hearts are scattered, the minds are scattered. There's no uh, political, there's no political clout. There's no economic clout. I mean, the worldly people, if you tell them about uh, about spiritual benefit, they're like, yeah, whatever, pie in the sky in July. But at least they understand, you know, dollars and cents. They understand votes. They understand, you know, people. Mashallah, uh, two Muslim sisters uh, got elected to Congress. Allah Taala give them uh, give them tawfiq to do what's best, inshallah, and guide them to do what's best, and uh, give them the courage to do what's best. Uh, and uh, give them the tawfiq to make tawbah from whatever wrong things that they, they, they uh, ideas that they may have had in the past like everybody does uh, uh, um, but like you know people get happy as if like mashallah Islam is now relevant because two Muslim sisters got elected to Congress that's great, if we actually lived in the same place two Muslim sisters would have been elected to Congress from like the 70s Why did the Klan, you know why the Klan exists? Because black people kept winning elections in the South. So in order to scatter them, in order to f make them flee to the North and to, this, you know, to the different directions, in order to break their unity, the, the Klan came together to scare them. Now, if the Klan came together to scare Muslims, I don't think it would go down as well. 
and even mashallah, our African American brothers and sisters have learned the lesson uh, that they uh, 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 that they're no longer scared of that anymore. However, uh, uh, um, you know the, the the point is this is that if you live together, fine. If you don't believe in the spirituality, you don't believe in the in the uh, uh, you know in in the in the, the nur of these acts. At least it should be common sense to you that economically and politically, uh, there's benefit in it. And uh, uh, I, I say uh, that the economic and political benefit has no benefit in it until it's coupled with the, with the, uh, with the Nurani and Ruhaniya, with the, 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 the illuminated and spiritual nature of, uh, uh, of, of righteousness. So these are things people should think about. I mean, these hadiths are not just because people are like, oh, look, great, you get reward for walking to the masjid, you know. Uh, I'm a little busy right now for reward. No, this is like there. This is the, these are the the stones, the 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 bricks that through which the edifice of Islam are built. If you're not going to invest in them, don't wonder why. You know, you know. Oh, look, we believe in Allah, and the help of Allah is not coming. How come whatever the Muslims are doing? So and we must be backwards. We must be stupid people. And uh, you know, if we just built another factory or had more money, we'd somehow be on top. That's not how. That's not how it works. There's an entire system. It should be clear to people that. Not following that system, not following the, the, those plans uh, that are laid out uh, by Allah and His Rasul Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, that they have very practical, practical uh, uh, um, impact both in uh, in the spiritual realm as well as in, in the material. One said, "Ubayyin ibn Kabir radiyallahu taala anhu qala kana rajulun min al ansari la a'lamu ahadan abada min al masjid minhu kanat la tuhtiuhu salatun." فقيل له لو اشتريت حمارا تركبوه في الظلماء وفي الرمضاء قال ما يسرني أن أن منزلي إلى جنب المسجد إني أريد أن يكتب لي ممشاية من ممشاية إلى المسجد ورجوعي إذا رجعت إلى أهلي فقال رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم قد جمع الله لك ذلك كله رواه مسلم Sayyidina Ubay bin Ka'ab radiallahu ta'ala anhu he uh, uh, narrates that a uh, man from the Ansar may Allah ta'ala be pleased with them he said, he said that I didn't know anyone whose house was further from the masjid than his which is I mean it's pretty far away uh, it's pretty far away. Imagine like you can see from the, the distance from Quba to the Masjid of the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Right? So it's like, it's, it's, it's like miles. He said, I, knew, I didn't know anybody whose house was further from the Masjid. He would never miss a prayer. And uh, 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 literally the, the wording of the hadith is that the prayer would never miss him. That the prayer would never miss him. He would never miss a prayer in the masjid. Yani is meaning that the prayer would never miss him. And this is a, this even this la uhu salatun. This even the wording shows adab with Allah Taala, right? Because we think we're doing something, but really it's a it's a manifestation of Allah Taala's uh, fadl and His grace on us. So even the wording has has uh, adab with Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala. Everything okay, kids? Okay, go ahead and turn it off then.
Or turn it on. Turn it on the absolute lowest setting instead of turning it off. Otherwise, it's going to become like 30 degrees here. Mashallah, the heating just turned on today. Uh, a little bit of good news for everybody. There was a clerical error and the heat was supposed to be turned on a long time ago. And so finally they said, okay. I said, I need it on in, on, in time for class on Thursday. They said that, uh, 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 they said, okay, we'll give you a window from 8 to 4. So I was here like eight at, at 8 in the morning and our good uh, friend who uh, turned on the heat came at like 3.40. And yes, if you were wondering, it was cold. So the heater's on now. We have to turn it off because it's too loud. Mashallah. So at any rate, so he, he says he said that he so he's, the, he said that the prayer would never miss him, and it was said to him. Someone said to him, "If you purchased a, a himar, if you purchased a a donkey, right, like you know a Mercedes or a BMW or a Tesla, these are our modern donkeys, mashallah. So if anyone's <laughs> proud of their donkey, then what does that mean about them? Uh, at any rate, he said that if you purchased a donkey that you could ride." In the darkness, and uh, is like the, the, the pitch blackness. Obviously, there's no street lights in Medina Munawara. There's no even light inside the masjid until like the eighth, uh, seventh or eighth year after Hijra. So most of the life of the Prophet the, the life of the Prophet there was no light in the masjid. And so anyone's been out in Abadiyah before during, uh, uh, during the nighttime, you'll know depending on what part of the lunar month it is, it's very different. When the moon is out, there's so much light outside that you actually cast a shadow in the moonlight. So that can be your 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 like you know your like little pet project that on the night of a full moon go out somewhere like, you know, in the middle of nowhere, and go see that. Go look at your look at your shadow in the moonlight. Do you know where the moon rises from? Do you know where the sun rises from? Where does the sun rise from? Which from the east? Do you know where the moon rises from? The west. No, you just made that up. Who knows where the moon rises from? East. It rises from the east as well. So, uh, uh, so yeah, so you see, the, you see the, the moon when it's out, there's so much light that you actually cast a shadow in the moonlight. That's why like the, the, the nights of the full moon were like particularly vulnerable for attack in the old days. Because it's dark, dark enough that you can move around uh, in, in silence and in, in, in the shadows, but light enough that you can actually still do things. Whereas if it's a dark part of the night with no moon, it's like you're floating around in space. You completely... The stars don't produce enough light to see anything. And I, I've gotten lost in the Badia before in the dark part of the night. It's scary. It's really scary. Uh, 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 because you could wander and all four directions look exactly the same. You could wander around. Sometimes even though it's frustrating not knowing where you are, uh, it's better just to sit down. Because if you keep wandering thinking you know where you're going, you could end up so far away that when the, when the, the, the dawn breaks, you have no idea where you are. And you have no idea how to get back. Uh, and that's very dangerous. So, mm. I mean, these are, I mean, this, obviously in Medina Munawara, because it's c contained in a valley, uh, you're never going to go that far. But, you know, it's still, it still could be problematic at any rate. You may not, like, be so bad as to die, but you could really, uh, you could stray, for, uh, 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 you could stray a lot. Sure. This is, yeah? Um, what's, what's the Badia? Badia is the, the open desert. Mm -hmm. yeah. where, the, where the Bedouins, where the nomads live. Yeah. Yeah. The Badu, Badia is the, the homeland of the Badu, the, of the, of the, of the, uh, the Bedouins, yeah. So, it says that you can, get, why don't you purchase a donkey, you can buy a Tesla. And that you can ride it in the darkness of the night and you can ride it in the, the heat when the ground becomes hot. And for those of you who have been to Hajj and Umrah before, you know in the midday when you go for Zuhur or whatever, 
Can you walk on the can you walk on the the, 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 the tiles that are even slightly dark during the daytime? No. You just ooch ouch, you start dancing on the on the tiles in front of the Masjid al Haram and everyone's like looking at you funny, right? So so he said that you save your feet from the from the heat of the midday uh, um, by, by by riding on a donkey. And so look at his response. You gotta love the Sahaba radiallahu anhum. Uh, radiallahu anhum uh, is like very justified for them. So he says what? He's like, yeah, it's really hard and you know, cause I'm praying so Allah owes me, right? No, uh, uh, that's kind of our bratty attitude to that. You have to love the Sahaba radiallahu anhum. He says, he says, he says that, uh, uh, he says that it wouldn't make me more happy if my house was right next to the masjid. Why? Because I wish for my walking to be written for me. My walking to the masjid and walking back from the masjid to my family, I wish for it to be uh, uh, written for me uh, as reward. And the Messenger of Allah wasallam, he, he heard that and he says that Allah Ta'ala has, has gathered and vouchsafed for you all of that reward. Yeah. This is, you have to love the Sahaba We were at the we were at the Jalsa this weekend. So Mulana Musa, uh, he said he gave the he he mentioned the story of uh, uh, um, I believe it's Uthman bin Uthman bin Madhoun Taala Anhu that he was a, a, a close relative of of the 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 chief of Quraysh in his time uh, uh, Al Walid ibn Mughira. Uh, uh, who was who was uh, one of the, the 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 leaders of the the mustahzi'in from the mushrikeen of Quraysh, the worst of the mushrikeen of Quraysh that were the harshest with the messenger of Allah sallallahu alaihi wasallam. And so, since he was a close relative of his, he uh, uh, gave him protection, tribal protection. That despite him being Muslim, no one could touch him; otherwise, he would be messing with 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 uh, 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 Al-Walid ibn Mughira. And so when, uh, when Uthman bin Madhun, who was a very pious person and a person who was known for his shid, like, like really intense mujahada, struggle against his own nafs, uh, um, when he realized that I'm the only one who has protection, everyone else is, uh, you know, in the way of harm, he also did something from the, the common sense of Iman as well, is that you don't <coughs> enjoy while your brothers are suffering. And so he told Walid bin Mughira that I get, return your protection to you. I, whatever the rest of the people are going through, I'm with them. Mm-hmm. And so what happened was a man picked a fight with him and he put out one of his eyes. And uh, Al-Walid ibn Mughira says to him, he says, what kind of, he says, he says, I'm in the protection of Allah Ta'ala. He says, what kind of protection is this that, that Allah gave you that, that, that your one eye has been put out? He said, when you're in my protection, both eyes were fine. It says now that 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 you're under the supposedly under the protection of Allah, one of your eyes is put out, and so look at look at you know because every person has a logic, right? This uh, mushrik and kafir worshipper of wood and stone, uh, he has his logic, and then Uthman bin Madun, what kind of uh, jawab that he gave to him, what kind of uh, uh, response he gave to him, he said that he said that that if my uh, uh, if you knew what my uh, uh, what the eye that got put out. The, uh, the joy it will uh, experience when, when I meet Allah Ta'ala, then the left eye would wish to be, uh, have the same treatment as well. Uh, which uh, amongst a number of other things, like being very epic, you know, it's like being OG without getting a tattoo. Uh, um, you know, it sh- above that, it put out, it put to shame uh, these people who considered themselves to be the tough guys and the people of uh, virtue uh, in, in Jahiliya. Uh, it, it shut them up. 
so that's why we say radiallahu anhum after their names and not not ours. Uh, inshallah, Allah Taala say it after ours, but it's going to be from from his fadl if it happens. It's not it's not it's not anything that we earned. Even if we got to that point, we would have not known to be like that except for because of them. Uh, and it's easy to uh, rip something off. It's very difficult to uh, you know figure, do it in the first place. وعن سيدنا جابر رضي الله تعالى عنه قال خلت البقاع حول المسجد فأراد بنو السلمة أن ينتقلوا قرب المسجد فبلغ ذلك النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم فقال لهم بلغني أنكم تريدون أن تنتقلوا قرب المسجد قالوا نعم يا رسول الله قد أردنا ذلك فقال بني السلمة دياركم تكتب آثاركم دياركم تكتب آثاركم فقالوا ما يسرنا أن كنا تحولنا رواه مسلم ورواه البخاري البخاري معناه من رواية أنس رضي الله تعالى عنه So uh, 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 Sayyidina Jabir bin Abdullahi, may Allah Ta'ala be pleased with both of them. He narrates that, uh, 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 that the uh, 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 Messenger of Allah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, he said that uh, uh, a, 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 a piece of land or an opening of land uh, 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 opened up. Uh, 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 around the masjid so Banu Salama Banu Salama is a clan of the Ansar from Khazraj uh, uh, from uh, Banu Najjar uh, uh, um, they wish to move closer to the masjid and uh, uh, lest a person forget Banu Najjar from the, from the uh, uh, clans of the Ansar are the closest in relation they're the relatives of the Prophet through his great grandmother so they're actually the, they're actually the, related to the Messenger of Allah sallallahu alaihi wasallam as well. He said that they they wish to move to that uh, to that area closer to the masjid, and this uh, uh, reached the Messenger of Allah sallallahu alaihi wasallam, uh, and he he uh, he said uh, uh, to them, "It has reached me that you wish to uh, uh, move closer to the masjid." They said, "Indeed, uh, O Messenger of Allah." Uh, we, 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 we wanted that. And so uh, uh, the Messenger of Allah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam said, Oh, oh Bani, Salama, Bani Salama, stay in your places and every one of your footsteps will be recorded as reward for you. Stay in your places and every one of your footsteps will be recorded as a reward for you. Right? See, Diyarukum Tuktab Atharukum. Diyarukum Tuktab Atharukum. So it's a Jumla Shartiyah uh, but the harf, the, 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 the harf shart is mahdhuf and the, the shart is mahdhuf but the fi'al of the jaza'ah shart is, 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 is written. So you like, stay in your ibqu fi diyarikum, tuktab atharukum, right? You, you, you uh, stay in your places, um, right? In, 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 tabq, uh, in, in, in tabqu fi diyarikum, tuktab uh, atharukum. That if you stay in your places, uh, your every footstep will be written as written and recorded uh, and rewarded uh, uh, rewarded uh, thereafter. So he's saying, stay in your places. Your 
your uh, uh, your your footfalls and your footsteps and, and your uh, what you call footprints will be recorded. And so they said after that, uh, 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 they said that it doesn't. It says after you said this, uh, uh, we're we're no longer it, it no longer pleases us to change our places, to change our places. And this hadith is narrated by Sayyidina Anas bin Malik radiAllahu anhu as well. So the question is, what? Go. So the question is that. Uh, um, so. The question is what? Is it better to cl- move closer to the masjid or to stay far away and keep coming and going? And the answer is, if you know you're not going to go if you're far away, it's better to move closer. The Messenger of Allah Sallallahu said this to Banu Salama because he knew that these people are going to keep it real. And there's a, there's a, a, a benefit and a, uh, a benefit and a reason for him wanting them to stay where they are. If people started moving closer, then it would have caused fights, it would have caused issues. Like, Allahu Alam, there's many hikmahs in, in them staying where they are. Uh, but uh, if there's a hikmah in staying where you are, and you know you're going to still have, the, have the, the courage and the himmah and the motivation to keep coming, then keep doing that, and you'll get even more reward because of the difficulty uh, and, uh, that, that you undertake in coming, and because of the, 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 the footfalls each being recorded as a separate good deed. If those two conditions aren't in place, then it's better to move closer. It's better to move closer, and Allah Ta'ala knows best. When Sayyidina Abi Musa al-Ash'ari radiallahu ta'ala anhu qala Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam inna a'zam al-nasi ajran fi salati ab'aduhum ilayha mamshan fa'ab'aduhum wal-ladhi yantadhiru wal-ladhi yantadhiru salata hatta yusalliyaha مع الإمام أعظم أجرا من الذي يصليها ثم ينام متفق عليه سيدنا أبو موسى أبو موسى العشعري he narrates that the messenger of Allah صلى الله عليه وسلم said indeed the one who will have the greatest reward in a prayer is the one who came from the farthest walking but the one who walked from the farthest uh, and he goes, he, he re- continues, he says, and the one who uh, uh, waits uh, from one prayer to the other prayer, from the, the, the ending of one prayer until the other prayer, and then prays it with the imam, that person receives more reward than the one who uh, uh, prays it and then uh, uh, sleeps uh, 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 in the middle. Or uh, sleeps meaning what? Uh, 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 takes rest or, or does something else in the middle. Meaning what? That waiting in the masjid for the prayer also is itself an act of worship. Waiting in the masjid, populating the masjid, being in the masjid itself is an act of worship. And this is something I found very interesting. Uh, I saw this in, in, in Pakistan. I never really saw this before uh, anywhere else. Not necessarily because it's not there, but because I just didn't have experience about it. Which is what? Which is that, that people would prefer, you know, people would prefer to stay within the within the four walls of the masjid. What was the, what was my own disposition, right? Like you see these kids are all fidgety and flighty and they're trying to like whatever and go to the bathroom in the middle of the dars and it kind of like gives you a little bit of like relaxation from the boredom and then like, you know, you're waiting for the break and you're waiting to bolt out and, uh, you know, go out and get a snack or whatever, which is fine also. That happens sometimes like it becomes too heavy on a person. But I saw, I saw uh, in Ramadan when staying in the Khanqah of my sheikh, 
that uh, you know after Maghrib before the Taraweeh they would delay the Isha a little bit so you get a chance to walk around and and, and uh, uh, you know kind of digest the food a little bit and so uh, I saw that uh, uh, a number of the uh, number of the brothers would go out for a walk and a number of them would say I want to stay inside the Khanqa and they would just walk back and forth why because you don't want to leave the 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 the, the four walls of the place that has barakah in it uh, and so this is another understanding. So if you leave, it's not like you're doing anything haram or anything wrong. It's permissible. But the one who has the himma and the one who wishes for that, that uh, 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 those anwar and, and for that, 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 those blessings and for that uh, spiritual assistance from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, they'll stay, they'll stay there. Uh, just sitting there in and of itself is an act of worship. Uh, and so a person should, you know, understand that that way, you know, this is, this is a prophetic methodology. Rasulullah didn't tell people do this just because. Rather, he would describe their words of different uh, deeds. Why? Because uh, a human being is not irrational. A human being will do good deeds because they know there, there's, there's reward in them. So he describes the different maratab, the different levels, that the person who uh, uh, waits from one prayer to the next, uh, that person will get even more reward than the one who prays and then uh, after that goes to goes to sleep and uh, uh, so this Ibn Allah says وَالَّذِي يُصَلِّيهَا فِي الْوَقْتِ فِي أَوَّلِ الْوَقْتِ فِي أَوَّلِ الْوَقْتِ مُنْفَرِدًا ثُمَّ يَنَامُ it also means like for example the person who prays um, in the beginning time of Isha or, 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 or Fajr or whatever just gets it out of the way and then goes to sleep that person that person will uh, uh, will receive less reward than the one who prays with the Imam in the Jama'ah. So this, this is also the meaning of it. One, Buraydata radiallahu ta'ala anhu, qala qala nabiyu sallallahu alayhi wa sallama, bashiril masha'ina fi al-zulami ila al-masajidi bi nur al-tami yom al-qiyamati. Rawahu Abu Dawuda al-Tirmidhiyu. Sayyidina Buraydata radiallahu ta'ala anhu, uh, he narrates that the Prophet ﷺ said, Give glad tidings to those people who are habitual in walking in the darkness to the masjid, that they will have a complete light and a perfect light on the, on the Day of Judgment. And so uh, what does this mean? What does this mean? Like I mentioned, I mean, in the old days, people didn't have street lights. I mean, it's scary. Uh, you've spent any time in Raiwin? Or you've gone on like one of the hard jamats in the villages? Nah, you mashallah, they probably send you all the nice cushy places, mashallah. Patanling, green tea and everything, right? Yeah. Yeah. So when you go out when you go out in in what? In the in the in the zalam, in the absolute dark part of the night to Isha or to Fajr, it's dangerous. It's actually dangerous. You have to walk slowly. I don't know if people khair, haven't lived in the village, alhamdulillah. I had the from the Fadl of Allah Ta'ala the experience living in the village both in Mauritania and in in, actually, the village was an upgrade compared to Mauritania. That was the Badia. Pakistan was the village. It's dangerous, especially when it rains. You could slip. You could fall. If you drop something, you're not going to find it again, right? Sometimes you you step in something. Your chapel goes so deep into the into the uh, 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 mud. Your sandal, for those of us who are uh, uh, less indically inclined in our linguistical prowess, um, your chapel goes so deep into the mud, if you instinctively pull your foot up, which is what you do, sometimes it takes like, you know, you do these things from muscle memory, it takes you a second to realize something was wrong. You pull your foot up, you realize the chapel isn't there. It's like two, 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 two and a half feet in the, in the mud. What are you going to do? 
sometimes just to reach in there, you're just going to get yourself stuck even worse. And there's nothing worse than like, you know, not nothing worse. You know what's worse than getting your, uh, getting stuck in the mud on the way to the Salat and you can't even make the Salat? And if you walk back to wash the mud off, you know, you're going to miss the Salat, but you can't walk into the Masjid. So you actually woke up to go to the Salat and you're going to miss it now. What's worse than that is what is like getting stuck on the way to the bathroom. Now you have to go to the bathroom and you're stuck, right? And people haven't been through these experiences yet. Uh, you know, uh, uh, mashallah, uh, even our quote-unquote tasawuf is like handed to us on a plate. You know, like, okay, I'm going to be Sufi now. So I go and buy my uh, jubba online, uh, you know, for $300 uh, and it's fitted. And I get my uh, $200 tasbih because, you know, we can't get caught without the, the best. And, uh, you know, I ordered my, like, whatever coffee. And the coffees have, like, one real Sufi-sounding names. And, you know, and, like, the Instagram, like, spiritual-looking filter. and stuff. What is that? <laughs> what are you going to do with that? I mean, those things are fine. But, like, if that's all you ever experience, then, man, you need to, like, you need to, like, I don't know what you need to do. You need to do something that you're not doing right now because you're not going to get it from there. Whereas this is just, like, going to Fajr, mashallah, will teach you, like, you know, 70 lessons about spirituality. Uh, uh, and so this is the messenger of Allah sallallahu alaihi says that that person this is it man everything anything there's like even a small slight amount of harajan like oh man it's difficult man right whereas like man like people <laughs> people like go out and they're, they're like you have to make dua ya Allah get me to the masjid because stuff could go wrong you slip and fall you know mashallah when someone like Imran Qasim slips and falls it's funny when someone like me slips and falls like you break bones Right, you look at all the dinosaur, uh, dinosaur uh, 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 fossils, right? The Tyrannosaurus Rex, when he falls, his neck will break in weird angles and things like that. He doesn't get up again, right? Uh, so people used to do this. Uh, uh, they used to do these things. So the Messenger of Allah, sallallahu alayhi wa that's what, he, what he's saying is that, that uh, 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 give glad tidings to those people who are habitual of walking in the, in the, in the black part of the night, that they will have a, a perfect and complete light uh, uh, for them on the day of judgment, which also means what? That this is the sign of kufr, right? That يَقُولُ لِمْ حَشَرْتَنِي أَعْمَى وَقَدْ كُنْتُ بَصِيرًا قَالَ كَذَلِكَ أَتَتْكَ آيَاتِي فَنَسِيتَهَا كَذَلِكَ أَتَتْكَ آيَاتُنَا فَنَسِيتَهَا وَكَذَلِكَ الْيَوْمَ تُنْسَى That's just that the, the person of kufr will say, uh, Oh my Lord, how did you uh, uh, raise me? Do you mind shutting the door? How did you raise me uh, uh, blind when I used to have sight? Uh, and uh, Allah Ta'ala says, just like my signs came to you and you uh, uh, deliberately ignored them, just like that, this day you're ignored. So that's one extreme. Kufr is complete blackness on that day. Right? Right? It's a hadith that, that, that zulm, oppression will be darkness on the day of judgment. On the, on the flip side, the person who used to walk in the black part of the night uh, to the masjid, Rasulullah said, give them glad tidings of uh, a complete and of a perfect light uh, on, the, on the day of judgment. But it's for those people who, you know, fear was all, uh, fear and danger is like just part of the, the, the deal. Fear and danger is part of the deal. And if a little bit of fear, uh, you know, or a little bit of danger uh, puts you out of commission, you're still Muslim, alhamdulillah. If you're still praying, there's still khair in you. But, you know, alhamdulillah, mashallah, you should know that, that there's some deficiency there. And that, that this is not the, this is not the, the complete uh, 
this is not the complete deen. This is not the way it was supposed to be practiced because the people before us, even these things they used to put up with quite a bit of grief and put up with quite a bit of difficulty. Uh, which is fine. That's good. There's khayr in that. The Islam of like comfort is not, I mean, it's not, it's not recognizable uh, from those people. Uh, rather, uh, a little bit of that, it actually is good for you. It actually makes you a better person. It's actually the person who is able to manage a little bit of fear and a little bit of uh, discomfort and a little bit of hardship. They save themselves from a greater fear and a greater discomfort and a greater hardship. Because people will people will say, oh, well, you know, the deen is not supposed to be haraj, you know. Well, what's haraj? Is haraj a little bit of haraj or is a lot a lot of haraj? Take a little bit and meter doses so that Allah may spare you from the, 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 the greater haraj. These things, by the way, you can't like learn them on your own. Someone someone from from India like asked me, like a reporter from Bombay asked me like uh, through the internet, like I work for a... For some what are publications, so can you answer these questions? I wanted to have an interview, and so I've been putting it off for a couple of weeks. So today I'm waiting for the for the heater guy to come. So I, I he said just record the answers to the questions and, and and we'll publish. I don't even know if he's going to publish it or not. But one of the questions he asked was like, what do you give advice? What advice do you give to people like for learning about Islam on the internet? And I'm like, don't. <laughs> <laughs> and then they go sit in the masajid, go visit the imams, visit the ulama. Obviously, everyone's going to claim that they're the best, right? Except for me. Uh, I'm, mashallah, you can go to Sheikh Mansour instead. But uh, uh, everyone's going to claim that they're the best. But, like, you know, go sit with them and then, like, see, see what's there, what you learn from one person, what's more amazing about one person than the other. Get an orientation about all of those things. And then afterward, if you know who you're, you know, taking from, then it's good. It's a, it's okay if you listen to a dars on YouTube or on like SoundCloud or like li- write re- read a paper from someone. Then they're, they're, you know that's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. But if it's just you're just gonna take it from from YouTube, you've never gone through any of these experiences, any of these difficulties before. Then uh, 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 you know you're just going to you have like at the at the click of a, a mouse or I guess no one uses mouse, mouses anymore. Mouses anymore uh you know you can just something displeases you can shut it off immediately and then find something that pleases you uh what you'll end up with afterward is some sort of like aspartame sheikh which is fine it's sweet and it has no calories the problem it gives you cancer afterward uh so so you're not going to learn this stuff from those from those people i mean it's almost already half hypocritical that we're just sitting in a darsh reading about it but uh, uh, you know, Allah Ta'ala have mercy on our mm-hmm. our weakness and in our uh, on the, the 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 pitiful state that we're in. Mm-hmm. At any rate, we should know as an abstract concept that these things are these things are acts of piety. Uh, uh, maybe Allah Ta'ala will vouchsafe them to us. Mm-hmm. قال إسباغ الوضوء على المكاره وكثرة الخطى إلى المساجد وانتظار الصلاة إلى الصلاة فذلكم الرباط ذلكم الرباط رواه مسلم سيد أبو هريرة رضي الله عنه narrates a very a very epic hadith very high levels of epicness in this hadith mashallah if there was a hadith which is like the theme hadith of this place then it would be this hadith or at least it should be uh, that that the messenger of Allah sallallahu alaihi wasallam was telling the the companions, shall I not tell you about those things? 
that Allah Ta'ala will forgive, uh, uh, forgive sins because of, and that Allah Ta'ala will raise ranks because of. And they said, indeed, O Messenger of Allah. So what do you think he said? Instagram and Twitter followers and Facebook friends. The stuff is like such a joke. I've so I, who might who might have said anything to anybody. First of all, alhamdulillah, I don't have an Instagram and I just don't mess with that. I didn't mess with any of this except for uh, one of my honored colleagues uh, uh, tricked me into it. Allah Ta'ala give him guidance and forgive him. But uh, 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 it's so dumb. I mean, it's so dumb. And like you know, it's dumb, and you fall for it every single time. I'm just like you know checking and I'm flipping. And I'm like. This is dumb. Why am I doing this? And I just like stop. But like otherwise, instinctually, you're completely trained to be so dumb. That's not those things are not what he's mentioning. Sallallahu alaihi wasallam. They said, indeed, O Messenger of Allah, he said that isbaghul wudu'i al makarihi that to uh, paint the wudu on the limbs, which is itself, mashallah, a dalil of the Maliki position of making dalk of actually having to rub the limb. Right, because you don't, you know, you don't like throw paint at the wall. You actually brush it on, right? So uh, it says painting the uh, the wudu onto the limbs, uh, even when it's uh, even when it's difficult, uh, or when it's in, in circumstances that a person would dislike. Mm-hmm. And so generally, the the the, um, the 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 commentators will say like when it's really cold, when it's really cold, and obviously if that's a yeah, that's 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 what the first meaning usually mentioned by the by the commentators is is the cold. Mm. Obviously, they lived in the Arabian Peninsula, and we live in Chicago. Uh, you know, alhamdulillah, we have heated houses and things like that. But it does get it gets really cold over here. But there's more. There's the meaning carries more things than that, right? What is it? Taking your socks off, washing your feet in the sink when you know whatever you're afraid that Jim at work is going to shoot laser out, lasers out of his eyes and kill you, or whatever irrational fear people have, and they will do. Uh, um, it's okay. It's okay. You'll survive. Even if someone gives you a hard time. You remember that time I went to? Were you there when I went to UIC? I think I think you had already graduated. Abdul Manan and these guys were all there when I went to UIC, and the cops like threatened to like whatever arrest me for making wudu. And then they realized, oh, oh God, this guy knows English, so we should probably back <laughs> off. But uh, you know, it's happened maybe two, three times in my life out of like hundreds of times making wudu in, in you know public places. Uh, one was at UIC, one was at O'Hare. So the guy was cleaning, and I'm like, "You think you think they're gonna accept you now? You think that they're gonna treat you as equal now that you, mashallah, called out a man for washing his feet?" He's like, "No, it was just that people wash their face in the basin, so they needed to be clean." I see you realize that they're washing their hands up, taking crap, right? I go, "It couldn't be that clean, could it?" I mean, you know what they do inside the stall, right? And yeah, anyhow, so whatever, alhamdulillah, mashallah. Um, uh, he says, he says that, uh, 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 that the first of the, the things that Allah will forgive sins and raise ranks because of is to paint the wudu on the limbs even when it's disliked or difficult. Uh, and the second thing he mentions, sallallahu alaihi wasallam, is is many footfalls uh, 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 going to the masjid. And the third thing he mentions is uh, waiting from one prayer time to the next prayer time. He says, فَذَلِكُمُ الْرِبَاطُ وَذَلِكُمُ الْرِبَاطُ That is ribat. That is, uh, that is uh, uh, ribat. That is ribat. Ribat means what? Ribat, murabata means to make one another firm, uh, linguistically, according to sarf. Um, and ribat in the language of the sharia means to stand guard 
uh, at the fortified borders of the, the Muslim lands in, in, a, in a border that faces uh, a, a, an enemy from which danger is expected. And so the Messenger of Allah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam said about that rebat. He said Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam that uh, uh, one day and one night in that rebat is worth uh, more than the entire dunya and what's in it. Uh, and uh, uh, this rebat is then being given mushabaha. It's being, uh, uh, it's Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam saying it's also similar to that as well. That waiting in the masjid from one prayer to the other is uh, like guaranteeing that you're going to get the the, the reward and the, the barakat and the <laughs> anwar and the, the ruhaniyah of the prayer. You'll get the blessings and the light and the, the spirituality of the prayer. You're not going to allow the enemy, which is what? The nafs and the shaitan and the dunya. You're not going to allow your enemies to that have a, a, an ability to move in and like destroy your reward. You're not going to allow them to do that. Rather, rather, you're going to stand guard and you're going to get the, the reward for that. It's the last ayat of, 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 the last ayah of Surah Ali Imran. Ya ayyuhal ladheena amanu, isbiru wa sabiru wa rabitu wa taqullaha la'allakum tuflihun. O you who believe, uh, be patient and enjoin one another to patience and make ribat. Both the outward ribat that we mentioned first and the inward one that we mentioned afterward. Uh, make ribat, uh, uh, which is the ribat after which ribat is named. Right, that that uh, make ribat and fear Allah Taala, uh, so that you may be successful. And the last uh, uh, hadith in the chapter, and Sayyidina Abi Sa'id al-Khudri radiyallahu taala anhu, an al-Nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam qala ida ra'aytum al-rajula yatadu al-masjida fashhadu lahu bil-iman. Qala Allahu azza wa jalla qala Allahu azza wa jalla inna ma yamur masajid Allahi man amana billahi wa al-yom al-akhir. Rawahu al-Tirmidhi wa qala hadithun hasan. Sayyidina Abu Sa'id radiyallahu ta'ala anhu al-Khudri narrates from the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam who said, if you see a man coming back and forth frequenting the masjid, then bear witness for him that he has faith. Why? Because there's no, I mean, there's no other reason a person would do that. If there's another reason a person would do that, then maybe, you know, the, 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 this, this is not like a blind statement, but there's a reason in it, right? Why? If there's no reason to come and go, right? Uh, uh, then, uh, uh, um, then you bear witness for that person's uh, iman. Uh, Allah Most High, Allah Mighty and Majestic, as He said, uh, uh, no one inhabits the houses, the masajid of Allah Ta'ala, except for those who believe in Allah and believe in the last day. Uh, and so, yeah, there are certain occasions in which people show up to show face. Those occasions are different, right? So nowadays, it's the, the, the Isha prayer is like the, the, the money prayer at the masjid. You know, you want to show face in the community, you show up for Isha or Jama'ah, right? Whereas during the time of the Prophet ﷺ, people used to not come for the Munafiqin used to sit out Isha and they used to sit out uh, uh, Fajr. Why? Because, uh, uh, because it's... There's no light in the masjid, so no one will know if you're gone. But it changes with time. So the idea is to go to the masjid when there's no, when there's no uh, you know, incentive to do so, and there's no harm in not doing so of this world. This is a sign, this is a sign of Iman. Allah Ta'ala make us from the people of Iman.